0: I'm Ernie Moniz. I'm CEO and co-chair of the Nuclear Threat Initiative. And I'm here with my fellow co-chair, Sam Nunn, the former senator from Georgia. You know, the historian Christopher Clark wrote that World War I really came about by sleepwalkers, uh, those who uh, did not realize that they were miscalculating their way into a tragic war. Sam, how can you carry that over to today's situation uh, in the nuclear weapons world?
1: Well, we've got uh, nine countries with nuclear weapons. We've got a lot of new technologies. We have uh, decision time for leaders. If they get a warning, which could be a false warning, that's decision time because of new technologies is being compressed. And then we have a lack of dialogue with a uh, great erosion of arms control. So put all those together. And I think we have uh, more chance of a war by blunder than we do a war by premeditated uh, attack. And when I say war, I mean nuclear war. So I think it's very important for the new Biden administration to do a number of things, but I would offer first to have a fail safe review, looking at all of our command and control systems, looking at our warning systems internally, not with other countries, and assess how we can reduce the risk of an accident, particularly uh, with cyber and the cyber interference with warning systems or command and control could lead to a terrible mistake. So number one on my list would be starting with a fail safe type review of all of our own systems and then challenging all the countries that have nuclear weapons to do the same thing. Ernie, why don't you talk a little bit about what we could do with Russia because the two of us have 90% of our nuclear weapons.
0: Well, yeah, the, the, that 90% number is very important, uh, and it really means that, as has been the case in the past, uh, we have a joint responsibility to, to address these catastrophic risk uh, issues. Now, in terms of specifics, of course, we expect a President Biden, uh, when he takes office, to engage uh, with New START, to extend it for five years. But we should recognize that's important, but it's only a, it's only a starting point. Because he could, for example, offer unilaterally to reduce the ceiling from 1,550 to maybe 1,400, and then ask Russia to reciprocate, get, get, get some confidence building, some, some movement forward. But then, of course, a very critical issue was how you use those five years. And very early on, we need to establish the parameters of that negotiation, because frankly, we clearly have to move beyond New START, new weapon systems, you alluded to new, to new technologies, we have new kinds of missiles, new kind of underwater drones. We have potentially new domains to enter into the negotiations, like cyber, like space. So a really complex set of negotiations. Also, I should add the balance between offense and defense, missile defenses. These things are all gonna to have to get on the table. And I, and I think the Biden administration needs to start early Perhaps you could go back, Sam, to some of the other issues that you see in particular, uh, how at home do we get the political space uh, in order to to make these kinds of moves?
1: Yes, we have so many differences with Russia now, whether it's in the Middle East or whether it's uh, Ukraine or uh, whether it's uh, the feeling that either side doesn't trust each other on the existing uh, agreements uh, that I think that Russia has to be a, a centerpiece and we have to have the political space to have the kind of sustained discussions with Russia that uh, are absolutely essential when you consider that the two, two countries have 90% of all the nuclear weapons and nuclear materials. So how do we do that? Uh, we need to go back to the concept of having a liaison group with Congress. I would suggest that the leadership appoint a small group, including the leaders and key committee chairs, to take on three subjects and to be keep to keep be kept completely informed on those subjects by the executive branch. And that would be nuclear weapons, that would also be Russia, and it would also be NATO. Of course, China comes into it also. We have to have unity between the congressional branch and the executive branch. Without that, it's very hard to have any kind of coordinated policy. And we have to recall that discussions and diplomacy over nuclear weapons is not a reward for good behavior. It is an absolutely existential requirement for America's survival and indeed the survival of the world. Whether we like countries or get along with them or not, we have to discuss the nuclear equation because as Einstein once supposedly said, he said something like, I know not with what weapons World War III will be fought, but I'm confident World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Ernie, why don't you talk a little bit about the new technologies? I know that there are a number of them that the NTI has looked into and uh, hopefully we can get technology to work for us. How do we do that?
0: The new technologies are just remarkable, everything from hypersonic glide, glide vehicles uh, to, uh, to, to drones. But I do, I do wanna emphasize there are opportunities for improvement as well, such as work we've done in using AI uh, to, uh, to address nonproliferation. So over these next years, uh, we have to bring together diplomacy and technology and frankly, deliver, deliver the wake up call to the sleepwalkers so that we can avoid uh, the kind of catastrophe that could happen with nuclear weapons.